0: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I do believe it. But if you asked me if I could believe it, I'd say no, I can't believe it. But I do believe it, but I can't. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to Chip (laughs) and Eric. (laughs) Read through the Bible. Yes. Allison's such a trooper. Oh, I just love her. She read like two weeks. She's amazing. Good job, Allison. Thank you so much. She had to take off. Do you know why? She is now running our official Chip and Eric yeah. sponsored it's not no, streaming know. service. Sure. Yeah. It's called Chipolodian. Chipolodian. And yeah. it's really good. I'm pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of kids programming. Yeah. Oh, tons. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Tons so, of kids Allison, program. thank you for managing Chipolodian for us. Yeah. We're really excited to see where that that
1: goes. That is amazing. Yeah, well, it's good to be back, Eric. Good to have you back.
0: Yeah, good to be back. Speaking of being
1: back, today is day 339. We're going to read Matthew 5, 6, and 7 today.
0: Okay. One day, as he saw the crowds gathering, Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples gathered around him, and he began to teach them.
1: God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way.
0: You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You're the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father.
1: Don't misunderstand why I've come. I didn't come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth. Until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's law and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You've heard that our ancestors were told, you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But if I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. I've heard clean things up. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. When you're on the way to the court with your adversary, settle your differences quickly. Otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge, who will hand you over to an officer, and you'll be thrown into prison. And if that happens, you surely won't be free again until all you have paid the last penny. You've heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So, if your eye, even your good eye, cause you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, cause you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. You've heard the law that says a man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery, and anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery. You've also heard that our ancestors were told, you must not break your vows. You must carry out the vows you make to the Lord. But I say, do not make any vows. Do not say, by heaven, because heaven is God's throne. And do not say, by the earth, because the earth is his footstool. And do not say, by Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great King. Do not even say, by my head, for you can't turn one hair white or black. Just simply say, yes, I will. Or, no, I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. We've heard that the law says the punishment must match the injury. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. If you're sued in court and your shirt is taken from you, give your coat too. If a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it two miles. Give to those who ask and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. You've heard that the law says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even the corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is
0: perfect. Watch out. <clears throat> don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give when you give to someone in need, don't do it as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth. They have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. Don't When you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. <coughs> don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't e- let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if
1: you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people would admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth. That is the only reward they'll ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face. Then no one will notice that you're fasting except your father who knows what you're doing in private. And your father who sees everything, he will reward
0: you. Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Life isn't, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your, father, your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and He'll give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today.
1: Do not judge others, and you will not be judged, for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is a standard by which you will be judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past a log in your own eye? Hypocrite! First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you'll see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. They will
0: trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets.
1: You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can not produce good fruit. So, every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down, thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. Cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I'll reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Anyone who listens to my teachings and follows, it is wise like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in and torrents and floodwaters rise and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse because it's built on the bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against the house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. And And that that is is our reading today.
0: today. Okay, and we read that amazing, most famous sermon in all of scripture with two questions in mind. We did. What's it tell us about God and what's it tell us about us? So, Chip, what does this tell us about God?
1: This tells me that God wants to bless us. Hmm. Yeah, very obvious in the beginning, and it's all throughout, really. God wants to bless us, so if we do his will, his way, then these blessings follow. And um, that's kind of cool. It's great. And and I really, what else I love about it is that God wants us to live life for Him. Um, and I, I, I've read this so many times, but I just picked up on it today. The, the intensity of it, like this, this intense, like. Um, you know, gouge out your eye, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You know, there's some intensity behind Language. that. Yeah. And I was, as we were reading, I was thinking about how intense that is, and I think we need that intensity because we can get complacent. Mm-hmm. You know, a little, little peek here, peek here, a little look there, you know. And uh, it just, you know, it's it just gets a little bit deeper than that. And it keeps going, so. And so we just need to be intense, not that we literally gouge out our eye, but we got to pay attention, fight for some things, go after some things, yep. set up some clear boundaries. And you know what? Some people, here's what I learned about boundaries. Um, uh, some people might not agree with them or like them, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. It's between you and God.
0: Well, and that's where that intensity comes in, right? Yeah. Like, you know, just because, you know, people say, oh, you don't need to go that far with it, Jesus gives the most extreme thing. <laughs> So that none of us can ever say, "Oh, that's that's too much." Oh, really? You're you have accountability on your phone. Oh, really? You're you're doing that? You sure. Know? Yeah. Well, it's you know it's that or gouge out my eye. Right. So.
1: Yeah, I, I, I married a couple that um, that uh, chose not to kiss until marriage. You know, and that's not for everybody, and doesn't say that in scripture. Um, that was their thing, and I supported that. You know, and that was their thing. And that's what they needed, and they did it, and uh, I was proud of them for it. You oh. know, and so yeah, some people have to do certain things like that, and I love the intensity of. I yeah. I want to live for God. I'll get the blessings that follow, but it, you know, it requires me to to pay attention to it and to you know go after it. You know, more than ever, especially it's easy not to today. So yeah. So what's to say about us?
0: Uh, first of all, I'm just loving listening to your commentary. Okay. While listening to Phoebe play the drums.
1: Yeah. Well, we set that
0: on up. the drums in the background.
1: Allison <laughs> set that up. She contacted yeah. Phoebe's think, agent.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah, she did and said, hey, you know, we had the choir. I don't know if you heard that, Eric. We had a oh, choir yeah, a few yeah, days ago. It was uh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. So I love that. Allison, Allison was
0: able to read and direct that choir at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. She did it remotely, but it was good. And then she uh, contracted Phoebe to play the drums. And,
0: well, I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I did All you. that to say, guys, thank mm-hmm. you for your patience with this. Uh, yes. Anyway. Thank you. So what's it say about us? I love, I love this whole <clears throat> uh, Matthew six thirty three and 34 thing about, um, you know, seek, seek the kingdom of God first above all else and live righteously to give you everything you need. I love the examples he gives that birds don't have to feed themselves and flowers don't have to dress themselves. Oh yeah, I love that. I think that that's so big. And it doesn't, I mean, he uses material things because those are our most fundamental basic needs. But the reality is that this is all of our needs, right? So when you look at like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right, which maybe you've seen that, maybe you haven't. That's okay. Um, at the bottom is your basic needs, your food, your water, your clothing, shelter. And then just above that is like your security needs. You know, you need – that's where shelter actually is. But you need to feel safe and secure and be mm-hmm. safe from bodily harm. And then above that, you have like your esteem needs, like your self-worth and your – or heck, maybe social needs above that. Social needs, friendships, relationships, and then esteem needs like self-worth. And then at the top is this self-actualization triangle, which is like, you know, being a fully realized person who um, you know, is is aware of who they are and has a strong under self-understanding. Look, all of those needs are met in God. And that's why I love this. Before there was ever Maslow, Jesus was preaching like, just seek the kingdom first. Don't seek your basic needs. Don't seek your social needs, your safety needs, your esteem needs, your actualization. Seek the kingdom, and all of these things will be given to you. They'll Mm -hmm. all be provided for you. And if you look, you know, the kingdom of God and its righteousness and the righteous life that God calls us to live really does meet all the needs we really have. Even when our physical needs go unmet, as sometimes they do, the eternal need is met. You know, the real truth of self-actualization is you can't have that until you have a relationship with Christ. And then once Mm. you have that, everything's met. Mm. The kingdom of God, it opens up the doors for all of our needs. So for those who have questions about their life and what's next and what do I do, this verse is for you, man. Like seek the kingdom first and all of your needs, all of the assurances, everything you need in your life will be met through that if you do that. Because God wants to bless us, mm-hmm. right? And it takes intensity, and yeah, and those things all kind of go together. So, yeah, uh, I love that. It's one of my favorites. I love that. I, the Sermon on the Mount yeah. is just so good. I love good. it so much. I, you know, I, I, I just, I need to stop calling people an idiot. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're yeah. in danger. Yeah, I am in danger of the
1: fires so, of hell. So, man. Seriously, I gotta watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody.
0: Well i got to go by two Chip's trying, Chip's trying not to say, this idiot over here has to go. <laughs> no. So, I no, know. I know. I know.
1: All right, everybody. We right. you so much. We gotta it's go. good to be back together, and glad you guys are still with us, and we're getting towards the end of the year, Eric. <laughs> it's
0: just pretty I know. Marvelous. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Ooh! After and before party. Oh. The after and before party is this December. is an announcement. Yes. Listen. It's listen. Listen. I'm listening. No, not you. Them. Oh, okay. December. The 27th, from 6.30 hmm. to 8 Oh, at First Baptist Church, 200 West 6th Street, yeah. Newton, Kansas, 67114. That's correct. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to have some snacks there. There will be some food. There will be some fun, but not too much food, nor too much fun. Okay. We're going to really <laughs> make sure... There's just yeah, enough of a Yeah, we're happy media there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A middle, happy. But yeah. One Look, bring a friend that you want to oh. read through the Bible with you next year. Okay. Uh, not a requirement to come, but that would be awesome yeah. for us to meet them and get them on board. Uh, I think we have T-shirts that you have to reach out to Allison to get for real. That's not a joke. No one's lying. Free. There really are T-shirts. No. <laughs> I don't we know. don't know. You got to talk to Allison about sure. the price of the I'll shirts. I'll make it free. Okay. okay. Wow. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Chips making it rain. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. It's raining let's do it. shirts. Uh, yeah, so anyway, give all free shirts. All of that stuff. That's the stuff. I did the stuff that we were supposed to say. I do that every day. I'll forget it tomorrow.
1: Okay.